0: I'm Chris Johnston and my area of work is around the psychology of resilience, sustainable happiness and active hope.
1: And um, why does celebration matter? How important is celebration in the wider work of sustainability and world changing?
0: Well, I was just thinking about how important food is, you know, without food we wither away. And food is nourishment. And we also have needs for psychological nourishment or psycho-spiritual nourishment however, or emotional nourishment. And I, I, I see celebration is one of those things that nourishes us psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. And, and I, I was thinking about this also about how important celebration is in keeping us going. So one of the thought blocks that people bump into sometimes is the voice that says well what's the point you know what's the point of doing this and what celebration does is it gives us an answer to that I think of it as helping shifting us from a going nowhere story where we kind of feel like well what's the point it's got no progress no direction to what I think of as a going somewhere story where we're feeling that we're on the way somewhere because we're celebrating and marking important steps along the way
1: What are the risks of of not pausing to celebrate, do you think?
0: Well, if you don't pause to, first of all, notice that you've made any progress, it's very easy to feel that you're not making any progress. And if you're not making any progress, one of the um, risks for burnout is is, is that kind of loss of meaning, where you lose the sense that there's a point to what you do. And, and so, basically, you, you, you run dry. And I, I think of, like, the, the parallel here with sustainable agriculture, one of the keys with sustainable agriculture is to nourish the soil. If you look after the soil, you get good crops. And in terms of personal productivity, I think if we kind of have, like, sustainable activism... That the parallel to topsoil is is as I guess our enthusiasm that we need to look after our enthusiasm for something, and that if we don't, then our enthusiasm gets thin like thin topsoil, and you can end up where there, there's no enthusiasm left, and you just have that sense of well, what's the point? You lose the oomph, you lose the energy, and you you lose you lose the plot.
1: What does good good celebration look like? What what for uh, you would be the, the ingredients of good celebration?
0: I mean, you can do it alone, and I think that it's good to have ways where we notice the steps that we're taking by ourselves, and we find some way of marking those and kind of reinforcing those. But I'd say that celebration generally is much better in company. That it's because it's also it's socially bonding, and there's very interesting research here about um what really makes a difference in relationships There's there's a psychologist called Shelley Gable from who worked at the University of California Los Angeles and she was trying to work out what are the vital things that really make a difference in relationships and she recorded lots and lots of relationships and one area of communication that seemed to make a key difference in relationships was the response to good news if one person had good news and they shared it with another and the other person responded to the good news by being, um, I think of it as like joy in the joy of of the another. By celebrating the good news, that deepened trust, that deepened the sense of satisfaction in the relationship. But if somebody shared good news and it kind of passed by without notice, or even worse, the person tried to persuade them that really it was bad news, that led to a drop in the level of satisfaction in the relationship that was so strong that Shelley Gable found that she could um, she could work out who was at higher risk of breaking up over the next 12 months just by looking at their response to good news, whether somebody celebrated the good news with when, when it was shared or whether somebody kind of passed it by or, or, or poured cold water on it.
1: The, the, there was a thing that I wrote for the framing thing that was about you know my attempt at what some of the ingredients of good group celebration might look like like having a party what what does celebration though look more like on a on a day-to-day basis in a group like a transition group how can we design it into our meetings into our everyday, rather than just having it something we only do once a year
0: yes well i'd say there's something here about celebration needs to be meaningful So it's asking yourself, well, what exactly is it that we are celebrating? And I think that what you're doing with celebration is that we celebrate the things that we appreciate. We celebrate the things that we value. And by having a shared celebration, what you're doing is you're reinforcing the system of values, um, the shared system of values within that group. And that in terms of what keeps us going it's really important to celebrate success celebrate progress and so what comes up there is that we need to look at how do we notice success how do we notice progress what and how do we define that and and I think it's particularly important when working for uh, social change for social and ecological justice that because we can also have a lot of um, disappointment and frustration along the way And if we only celebrate the really, really big things, the really big victories, we can have long gaps between the celebration where we're feeling that we're losing. We're feeling that we're not making progress. And so, therefore, I think what's really important is to look at the mini victories along the way and to both celebrate the, um, you know, the positive outcomes that happen, but also to celebrate the effort, the effort put in. And... um, the one way of doing that is is just to find some way of appreciating what has been done. So, for example, um research on our mood um shows that one of the things that improves mood is is both the the experience and also the expression of gratitude. And one of the ways that you can build back to your question, one of the ways you can build um celebration into a kind of day to day um, meetings and things it's just finding some way to to appreciate each other appreciate the steps that you that we've been taken so if, if you've noticed that somebody's worked really hard on something to have some gap in a meeting some kind of some agenda item in the meeting where you just notice the things that have been done and the effort put in and find some way of um kind of valuing them marking them noting noting them and it, it might just be, first of all, there's a slot for anyone got any good news to share. So, and then to celebrate that. But also, anyone got any appreciations or gratitude to express. And that to to actually build that into part of a, a group culture, that we take time to notice and celebrate the steps that we notice each other taking. And also, somebody hasn't noticed a step that we've taken for it to be completely more than fine I'd say brilliant for us to step forward and say well one thing I'm pleased about is you may not have seen this but one thing I've done is where Mm -hmm. we take time to notice and and to celebrate the steps we've taken ourselves it's great when other people can notice it but if, if you know we don't want to have people feeling well I'm resentful because no one kind of like cheered for this hard piece of work I did that we actually get better at um, stepping out there and say yes i'm really pleased that i did this i'm really pleased that i did that because when we mark the steps that we're taking we reinforce that in a way that helps us keep keep taking those steps
1: and the environmental movement certainly in as much as i've been around it for the last 25 years or so feels to be fairly spectacularly bad at, at sort of stopping and celebrating and you know the 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 kind of culture is about on to the next thing it's like a marathon keep going got to keep going got to keep going so there's lots of burnout why do you why do you think the environmental movement has been so poor at that
0: well i think partly it's the scale of the tasks that we face you know that we can't have a party to celebrate climate change being sorted out because really that's probably not going to happen in our lifetime you know we talk about sorting out that there's already problems sort of in the post as it were from um the the kind of carbon that's already been released into the atmosphere that the task is so huge that we could be working you know a hundred hours um well there's 168 hours in a week and we could be working all of those for a whole year and still feel that there's more and more to do and I think there's two things here there's there's the kind of um, to date thinking which is where we um, look at what we've done so far but then there's also to go thinking where we're looking at what we have still got to go the distance we still got to cover and when we look at the distance we still got to cover it's further than we can get in our lifetime and so we can yeah, that that's that's the trouble as I say it. We can we can just be working, working, working and feel that there's always more to go. But also exactly as you say, that if we only focus on all the work that's still to be done, the danger is is that we just get exhausted. We become like what we're doing to the kind of fields of wheat around the world that if we harvest them unsustainably we end up depleting the soil i'd say that activist enthusiasm is a vital renewable resource and we need to get much more skillful about how we treasure it how we look after it in a way that can help it grow
1: my last question is can you think of one uh, celebratory event that you particularly were kind of moved by or inspired by which you know could be a, a story that that, that that might be useful to transition groups to hear
0: i've shared a number with you rob that i really delight in and one that comes to mind was when the two of us spoke together at the launch of transition town Totnes. i think it was the official unleashing of transition town Totnes, and that was years ago now but i think it was at 2006 and so eight years ago now, and and that what we do is we can celebrate launches of things in a way that we're, we're marking them. We're saying, hey, this is the beginning of something. You know, we don't know what will happen, but what we're doing is we're marking our very clear intention. And I think of it, there's a form of energy, I call it Akasi. Akasi stands for, it's a c a c i which means a clear and committed intention a clear and committed intention acaci and it's it's like a form of psychological energy that when you have strong clear and committed intention it kind of drives you on and one of the ways of kind of building that up is to ha- have a, a a launching celebration so um yeah so i've i really enjoyed that event with you and and we also we spoke together at the unleashing of lewis as well transition town lewis and we've both been back there since then you you wrote recently in your july the first blog about being at their seventh year um celebration and i was there at their five year celebration and if you have a kind of a party to begin something and then you can also it's like you revisit that point some years on and and so they become markers in time we would say yes we had a party when we began we celebrated the launch of this And now here we are meeting again, this number of years later, and we also celebrate the effort put in and the steps taken and the distance covered in that between time. And what you do there is you build in, I think of it as the journey approach to change, This sense that we're on a cultural migration. You know, that's why I love the term transition. Transition is about moving from one place to another. And we mark the steps along the way. So we celebrate when we begin this journey with the unleashing, the launch. But then we keep coming back to that at periodic intervals and we say, hey, we're still on this journey. It's still important to us. And while there might be some steps forward and some steps back and frustrations and disappointments along the way, there are also there will always be things that we can look at and say yeah no we look at that that's what we did I feel really good about that and when you mark the things that you feel good about you get something I call it afterglow afterglow is is the warm feeling of satisfaction after you've done something or you notice something that you feel good about and that's what keeps us going its fuel its fuel for the journey so back to that original idea that um, celebration is a form of psychological nourishment and it's absolutely vital to keep ourselves going.
1: And, and uh, I guess one thing as well with that is that you, um, uh, at both of those events, you, you you're a very uh, gifted musician, and you manage to weave uh, music and getting everybody moving and uh, uh, joining in as as part of that as well. What's what's the role of music in that? Do you think?
0: This is this is so interesting, Rob, because you know um there are record they they found like bits of um bone that have been turned into flutes that are like 20,000 years old and i see music as a form of social glue it it draws people together and there's something very remarkable that can happen when people move rhythmically together and i think it's 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 where we shift out of just seeing ourselves as separate individuals to when we sing and dance together It's like we enter, it reinforces our our connectivity, our sense of being part of something larger. And I think that's great. Great? I think great is an understatement. I think it's, it's talks about psychological nourishment. It's like also how do we reinforce and grow social capital? Social capital is the wealth that comes out of relationships. And I, I think that shared music and dances, it's one of the ways that happens.
1: Brilliant. Thank you, Chris. Um,
0: Gonna celebrate, celebrate. There we go.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much.